it's Dean DeCosta, the search authority. So let's see. We've gone through the sourcing lifecycle. We even talked about interviewing. What we haven't really talked about yet is how you present your candidate to your hiring manager. And it doesn't matter whether it's corporate or if it's um, agency. You got to present it to them under the auspices that you want to make it as dummy proof as you can. You want there to be no doubt in this person's mind whether they, that they should bring them in. Because obviously you're not going to present a candidate you don't want to bring on them. How do you do that? Make sure you have the resume. Make sure it's pretty. Even go so far as to make sure the things that would be most relevant to the hiring manager is highlighted. Make sure you have your notes. Same situation. Make sure the things most prevalent are highlighted. And make sure your recommendation is highlighted. Make sure you have a breakout of their skills. I don't know about you all, but when I interview people, I always ask them. So, rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10 on Java. Um, I don't expect a 1 because that's a beginner. 10 is God, so I really don't expect a 10. So if I get 7, 8, 9, I'm usually pretty happy. 7s and 8s are usually ideal because they tend to be people that downplay how good they really are. That means they've got, they, they, you know, they're not full of themselves, which I love. So make sure that's in there. Make sure all the relevant information is there. And what I also do beyond all that is I sit there and say, from a salary perspective, where do they fit compared to everybody else in the group? Because they're, they're going to want to know that, I guarantee it. Then I sit there and say, where do they fit from a from a uh, perspective of coding or whatever compared just in general but also compared to other people in the group now how do you do that well if you're a recruiter you're probably having somebody do a tech screen don't be afraid to have them give them the notes of give you the notes of what they found what they asked but more importantly what their recommendation is and more importantly how would they rate them on a scale of 1 to 10 and where do they see them as compared to other people in the group you put that all together nice and pretty in a package, in a bow, and at the very end, you have a nice, quick little summary, and it basically should be something to the effect of like this. My findings were, boom, boom, ABC, recommendation, interview. The tech screen's findings were ABC, recommended, interview. Boom. And that's it. Now, notice I said on the back, Here's the fun part. I don't just put that summary on the back. I put it on the back and I make a copy of it, but I don't call it summary. I call it recommendation and I put it on the front. So this way they see it twice. Why? Because people are more than likely to go with it if they see it twice. Now it sounds like a lot of work. It's really not because you should have most of it. The resume, no big deal. All you got to do is highlight. Your interview notes, no big deal highlight and you should have asked them their grading so that's not an issue. The text screen notes, now that's a little different. That might be a little harder. But you should at least have an email of their feedback that you can print out, and then you can ask them follow-on questions and get all that, and you got that. Then the only thing you're really doing is writing up your summation and bottom line summations and pulling one summation and one recommendation. Same thing, though. So it's pretty simple. It's not that hard. I can guarantee you if you do this and you present this to your hiring managers, your success rate of getting people brought in for interviews will double from where it is now. So if you send... If you bring eight recommendations to them to bring for interviews and they're only allowing you four and they're only bringing in four for whatever reason and the other four they're saying no, you could st I guarantee you that four will go to six. Now, that doesn't mean you want six. I mean, everybody's different. I don't know what your interview to offer ratio is. All I'm saying is they're going to be more likely to bring people in for interviews. Where this comes in the biggest handy is when you're struggling to find people when there aren't a lot of people, when your hiring managers are being really, really picky, or when you have a lot of these, like say you're looking for a dupe developers and you've got like 13 positions under the same hiring managers, you definitely want to do this. If you, you know, so that's the way it is. Now, 
once you get a great relationship with your hiring manager, you may not have to do all this. When I worked uh, at a particular company, it's corporate. Uh, first, I did this. It worked great. But after a while, I didn't need to. Basically, the, the conversation was, hey, I just talked to them. The um, tech interview talked to them, said they were good to go. We're going to bring them in. And the hiring manager say, okay. Basically, if I said it, we were doing it. Of course, we had a really good interview to offer ratio. We had a three to one, and really it was two. It was more like two to three because of the three people, one was a hire, one was a what we call a silver mouse, meaning we'd love to hire, but we don't have a position. And then the third person very rarely was a flat out no. Usually it was a yes, but not for this position. So we'd send them to other groups. But that was after time. Um, you got to understand during that initial time period with hiring managers, um, you're learning them and they're learning you. It's a two-way street, just like interviewing. They interview, you interview. Well, guess what? The hire manager, they, they're figuring out how you work, you're figuring out how they work. But that's how you put together a nice little thing for your um, hiring manager to, to present to them to help upload, upscale your um, acceptance by them for interviews. Now, a lot of documentation. Almost everything I just said from a documentation, examples and stuff can be found on the SSAR page. You all should be familiar. If not, go on the um, SourceCon Facebook page and it's right there. If for some reason you can't find it or you don't like it or whatever, contact me. You should be able to find my email. It's right on the SSAR page and I'm pretty easy to find. And I'll give you some of the examples that I have of how I went ahead and did this. Both the grading system as well as the actual presentation system, everything. This is a nice neat little package. But the more information you give, the more that to support your claim, the more likely higher managers are going to go with it. And most importantly, you put your summation on the back, your recommendation on the front. They're going to see it twice. They're going to see your recommendation. They're probably going to say, oh, okay, fine, whatever. They're going to go through all your stuff and be thinking, oh, okay, this is good. This is that, that, that. And then back, they're going to see your summation again and say, okay, wait a minute. The stuff was pretty good in here. They're recommending it. Let's go for it. And uh, especially if it's backed by a tech screener. Now, if you're doing your own tech screens, then that becomes a, a, a little different in that when you're asking them to rate themselves, you got to do a little more than ask them to rate themselves. You're going to have to get examples. Okay, you rate yourself a 7. Give me an example why a 7. Ex let them explain why. You may even go on examples of code from them. And that's assuming you don't just get it off GitHub or Stack Overflow. Uh, me, personally, I'm not big on getting it off uh, GitHub or Stack Overflow. And the reason is because you don't know how long it's been since they did it. Uh, sometimes they don't do it very often. They might do it when they first start and they're trying to get better and now they don't. So there's nothing wrong with asking for examples of code or just asking a question or two, coding question or to. There's a book called Ace the Technical Interview where they have coding questions for literally everything. However, that said, I would be surprised if, if any company or any higher managers trusting the tech screening of a developer or an architect or somebody like that to a recruiter because most recruiters are not technical. Now, if it's something like a program manager, project manager, yes, you can do it. And then it'll be your recommendation. But it's, again, not hard to do. And same thing goes with almost every other type of position out there. If you are in a position to be the sole um, interviewer to decide if they should bring somebody in or not, then you need to put your pack together accordingly to still support your stance, realizing you're not going to have an, another person as an example to help support you. Now, some companies might still want to have one more person interview them before they bring them in just to have a second opinion. And that's great because, again, that's another person to support your claim. The more you can give them to support your stance on bringing them in, or not, well, actually should be bringing them in. If you're presenting somebody to a hiring manager that you don't think should get brought in, that's kind of not good. Uh, the better it is for you. It's just really that simple. So, long story short, that's how you present a candidate. And if you have questions, you can contact me. You should be able to find my email. Most of these forms and examples of this are on the SSAR page. My name is Dean DaCosta, the Search Authority.